Sit down, chill, and relax. Because you're here with T.C. Mason. Tuning in for another episode of Spiked Lemonade. Cheers. This is T.C. Mason, your health and happiness strategist. And you're tuning in to the Spiked Lemonade podcast, where we talk about everyday experiences and everyday things spiked with a slice of mental health, fitness, happiness, and whatever else we can fit in this here glass. Are you ready? I hope so. The lemon has been dropped, so let's get into it. So one thing that the pandemic has taught me is that some things are necessary and some things are absolutely not. I don't know if you've had that experience, but this state of being in lockdown, having periods of lockdown in times where you didn't has revealed What is necessary? What is important? What should we focus on? What things could be like? Eh, not so much. And one of the things that I think as a society we've realized is that uh, jobs could be different. They could absolutely be different. With technology and the advancements in technology, we don't have to necessarily go to an office, that we can create space within our own homes to be our offices. Offices We can work from home. We can work differently. And I think the pandemic has definitely highlighted that, okay, maybe there's a restructuring in terms of what work, work looks like. For so long, we've been wrapped into this nine-to-five ideology ideology we've been wrapped into like this is what the job looks like we've been institutionalized to believe that it has to be this way and we've been operating in this way for a long time which is amazing because even with the advancement of technology I feel like maybe we should have shifted before pandemic because we had the uh, technology I think some jobs were slowly but surely um, switching because they would add, this is your work from home day, you have one or two days, but it wasn't a whole, uh, your whole job is remote. It wasn't in that way. But now we realize that jobs can just be remote. You could be in Puerto Rico doing your job and living your life, right? So I've been thinking about those things. And I think one of the things that got in the way of the world switching to uh, exploring remote jobs or more work from home days is this idea that working from home means that you're not doing anything. Like working from home means that your load is lighter, you're just frolicking along, you're doing what you can when you can. When in fact, some people, actually a lot of people who are working from home feel that they are more stressed working from home than working in an office. Why would you say that? Okay, let's talk about it. So a lot of things that make things uh, a bit more complex is this word that you'll probably hear a million times over on the Spike Lemonade podcast. This word begins with a B. And no, it's not the female dog word. (laughs) It is boundaries. It's Straight boundaries. And some people look at that word like it's a curse word. But no, it is a necessary word and limit for your life. 
boundaries. So in this work from home space, people have not mastered the boundaries of cutting off. You know, because this idea uh, of working from home is like, okay, I'm not doing so much so I could do this. People don't cut off. They just keep going and going and going. Like after five, after six, you're still doing work when normally if you were in the office, you would be gone at five. So they haven't transitioned to uh, put in place some of the same boundaries that they would if they had the office in that office of leaving. You know, when you're leaving your environment, it naturally created that boundary. So you didn't really have to, you know, create it so much for certain jobs. But now in this space where your office is actually your home and blended in with other things, it's necessary to create that boundary. And when that boundary is not created, it creates stress and anxiety and you saying yes to things when it's really a no on the inside. Because in your mind, it's like, oh, well, I'm at home. I guess I could do it. Uh, no, no. Mm-mm. So it creates this pattern of a continual work shift. It's just no division, no division at all. And it creates a lot of stress. So you have that idea, right, that you're not doing so much or your supervisor wants to check in or micromanage even more. There's not an understanding of what working from home looks like. I actually think they should do trainings to help people adjust, like rather it's the supervisors, the managers. Every level should have a training on how to adjust to working from home, what that looks like. How it's different from working in the office. What are the expectations? Because I know that the pandemic just ushered everyone into this emergency space. And we're like, oh, we just got to keep working because people need to eat. You know, it's the sense of urgency. But there wasn't a sense of let's sit down and figure out what this looks like so that everybody can continue to be emotionally healthy. Right? So all of that going on. So now that we realize that... Working from home is a thing and could be an ongoing thing because the world is continuously acting a fool. Um, now we now that we figured that out and we figured out that, you know, uh, going to the office is not really necessary. What do we do? You know, how do we handle the transitions or the emotions that come with this big transition? I know when I was working from home. Uh, I'm like, was. I still am. <laughs> I know when I'm working from home, I have to create intentional space, like intentional breaks. I have to create intentional spaces and breaks to break up this working from home thing. So my job is a bit different. I see clients, so I'm in sessions, I'm pouring out. So for me to maintain my wellness and mental health, I have to create spaces where I'm actually doing something for myself, uh, stopping and eating, you know, having a ritual in the morning of getting coffee or getting something to eat, but not, you know, taking those breaks like this is a job. It's not just I'm at home chilling or what have you kicking my feet up, but really creating intentional spaces and breaks so that you can woosah, right? And hopefully your intentional spaces and breaks do not include additional work. Does that make sense? So one way that you can actually 
increase your brain power in a certain area is to do something opposite (laughs) of that area. So if I'm in between sessions and I'm taking my little break, I'm either going for a walk sometimes, I'm making myself something to eat, like a little, uh, some food, something of the sort, or I am purposefully, intentionally looking for something to laugh about. So I'm watching Tony Baker on Instagram. I'm looking at, um, what is the other thing? Oh, The Office. I love to watch The Office. I'm looking at something so ridiculously stupid that has nothing to do with people's problems or anything of the sort. Now, before, like a while ago, when I was doing, um, I wasn't even working from home then, but I was doing uh, foster care. And I would always watch these things that, uh, I mean, they were so emotionally taxing. And when you're in an already emotionally taxing job, you continuously watching something that's emotionally taxing, it's like it doesn't end. Um, I like to call that, it's like a Tetris effect. That's actually a real thing. (laughs) Where you do something so much that everything starts to look like it or it's a carryover and you, you really don't want that at all so doing something that is absolutely just opposite so you can give your mind a break give your mind a break that's one of the ways that you can navigate this working from home space the other thing is for you to sit down and be clear If you can be as clear as you can in terms of, okay, what does the work from home space look like? What are my hours? My office hours are from, (laughs) what are your office hours? And actually physically writing those things down so that you are clear. You may have to post them. You may have to post them somewhere so that you know that after this time, I give myself permission I give myself permission to hang up the phone. I give myself permission to put my phone on do not disturb. I give myself permission to set up my um, uh, office responder email. I am out of the office. I return to the office at 9 a.m. or whatever the case is. And that is an automated response. It's like you have to set those boundaries and train yourself to follow them. And train other people to follow them as well. And you can also have conversations with your supervisor or superior like, hey, you know, this is what I'm thinking working from home looks like. What is your definition of working from home? You know, what what are you uh, asking of me? So we can be clear, you know, because there are certain also legal things that cannot be done as well. So you want to be on top of all of that. Oh, my gosh, it's a lot to be on top of, isn't it? It's a lot to be on top of, but your sanity is definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. Um, Another thing that you can do to kind of separate, excuse me, is to separate uh, your work from home space is to create a separate space um, so that it's not in your bed. It's not in any of the areas of your house that bring you joy so that you don't associate it with that but it's like a space where you can okay I'm getting up and I'm coming here and once I leave here I am no longer in the office 
So you creating that boundary, if that makes any sense. I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot. But I feel like the world has been ill-equipped to deal with this type of stuff. Because we was just going on like, oh, you know, just following the routine. And when something shook it, I don't know if everyone was prepared to adjust or even if they knew how to adjust. It was just like, oh, my gosh, we are all working from home and we don't have contact with our peers. Uh, We don't have the camaraderie. Some people, man, work life was the jump off like it was their family. And what is it like not to have that contact, not to have that collaborative uh, influence? What is that like? Those are big, big adjustments. And uh, when you're working in that way and you kind of feel alone, you know, so those are things to consider and how to manage and got to talk about it to manage it. Right. So in figuring out that. Jobs are different. Jobs have changed. It's figuring out how to best adjust and care for yourself so that you maintain your sanity and you maintain your wellness, right? Yeah. So, yep, those type of jobs, office jobs aren't necessary all the time. There are different ways to do it. And there are different ways for you to protect your health in the process using the number one B word, That feels like a curse word sometimes when you got to put it in place. But boundaries. Let's put them things in place. Boundaries. Thanks for listening. This concludes another episode of the Spike Lemonade Podcast with your girl, health and happiness strategist, T.C. Mason. Join in on the conversation and don't miss another episode. Subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends, and leave a review. And if you really want to get in on the Spike Lemonade Conversations, Suggest some topics, some guests, even a situation of the day. And you can email us at lemondrop at spikedlemonade.live. Again, we want to hear from you. Email us at lemondrop at spikedlemonade.live. Catch your next episode. Peace and lemons.